True joy only comes from Jesus. And it's not just an outward, natural happiness that we experience. It's a deep satisfaction within our souls of knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we have to share that joy with others. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Unspeakable Joy Podcast. I am your host, Joy Sixtos. I really do appreciate you joining me today in whatever format, in whatever setting you are tuning in to the broadcast today. I want to welcome you and say, come on in. Let's sit. Let's talk about the Word of God, about Jesus, and be encouraged in our faith. By the way, I encourage you to listen to these broadcasts and share them as the Lord leads you to do so. If you share them on your social media accounts, if you share them through email or even word of mouth, anchor.fm slash unspeakable dash joy, they'll be able to listen to This broadcast that we are airing today, as well as archived podcasts that they can listen to. Praise God for technology in these last days where we can share the gospel throughout the nations. And by the way, I was reviewing a report a couple days ago about my podcast, and it's been a blessing and a huge honor to know that this podcast, since season one, episode three, has gone around the world. I send it out to several countries and several of those countries have been tuning in. So praise God for that. I'm honored and blessed. And it's also a blessing too to see that domestically speaking here in the States, the broadcast has gone to several states, several towns that I did not even know existed on the map. But praise God for this opportunity. I am highly honored and blessed to be able to speak into your life and very humbled at the same time. So thank you for being a faithful podcast audience. Well, today I felt the Lord wanted me to talk about a subject that is relevant for today. You know that we hear all kinds of things on the media from media outlets, mainstream and Christian, all the same. We hear things through radio broadcasts, through podcasts, and through word of mouth, also through digital and print media, including magazines, newspapers, and online formats of news broadcasting about all kinds of topics, topics ranging from gardening to cooking to raising children to getting counseling to ministry topics. I mean, you name it. And we listen and we hear and we take in that information to better ourselves in our natural lives. And so today our podcast is titled Hearing and Hearing. I know that's a catchy title, isn't it? So first of all, I wanted to open with this scripture, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. As I was hearing a sermon, um, couple days ago, that scripture just really hit me. And actually years ago, the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation about this scripture as I was reading through it and meditating. And I had never seen it like this before, but maybe you have, but I wanted to share that with you. So I'm reading Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Can somebody say amen? So the revelation that I got is that there are two hearings that we as Christians have to actively participate in, in order to be changed by the word of God, like Romans chapter 12, verse two says to renew our minds to the kingdom ways in order to, you know, keep ourselves purged. You know, Jesus purges us of sin and wickedness and flesh by his word. In order to keep ourselves together walking in righteousness, we have to constantly be hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. So the revelation that I got is this. There are two types of hearing that we need to actively be participating in. The first is hearing with our natural ear. Thank God we have the ability to hear. I know some people maybe at this point in their lives, they have hearing aids. We believe God that their hearing is is whole and restored in Jesus name. But even if they have to use a hearing assistance and an aid, it's okay, because at least they can still hear, you know, the word of God, they can hear sermons, they can hear the laughter of children and grandchildren, they can hear when their spouse is calling them to do a honeydew list, they can hear. And the second hearing that the Lord revealed to me there is supernaturally hearing, having that supernatural ear to hear the word of the Lord, whether that's through teaching, preaching, instruction, whether it's through prophetic words from a prophet of the Lord, whether that's through correction, which sometimes is, you know, a little difficult to take. But when we know that the the person correcting us, our leadership, spiritual leadership, parental somebody that is a mentor and a guide caring for our soul, then we accept that correction. But that is a spiritual ear. So in this instance, it would be the word of God. It would be through the fivefold ministers, through people that are speaking by the Holy Spirit of God to encourage us, correct us, and help us to walk the straight and narrow path. So the two hearings I want to talk about today, faith comes by hearing in the natural and hearing by the supernatural. So I looked at this verse actually in a couple of other versions of the Bible, and we have the ESV version, the English Standard Version. Check this out. It says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. The NLT version says, so faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. And the CSB version says, faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. So throughout these different versions of the scripture, we know, first of all, that we are hearing and building up our faith through our natural ear. As life is going on, as busy as we are, as we're getting back into the swing of things with school and trying to get back to somewhat of a normal life, be cautious, be careful, and make sure you're taking time to continue to spend time with God. Continue to cultivate your relationship with Jesus. Continue to wait on the Lord and listen to the Holy Spirit speak into your life, whether it's to correct us on things, to give us revelation and insight, to guide us, to answer a prayer, to speak forth a prophetic word, whatever is relevant for the day, for the moment. Even if we happen to be crying out, if we're having to be groaning before the Lord in, you know, our spiritual language. You know, as we are spending time with God, meditating and soaking and dwelling in his presence, not only do we listen with our natural ear to Bible scriptures being played on a a podcast, a CD, through a sermon, through a minister, through a friend at a Bible study, but we also need to make time to listen with our spiritual ear to the Lord one-on-one time, whether that's in our prayer closet, in the evenings, you know, in your backyard swing, at church, at your prayer meetings, in your prayer groups. Listen. Stop and listen to what the Lord is saying. To listen to the Spirit of God. I don't know about you, but I have 
my personal preference of ministers that throughout the years I have gleaned from, I have received deep revelation from where they, you know, the message that they're ministering leaves you in awe in a sense. And so I encourage you, first of all, to get your ministers that you enjoy listening from, get your ministers, more importantly, that God leads you to listen to. Uh, There's prime, wonderful ministries out there across the globe that speak and teach and preach the uncompromised, unadulterated word of God. And I encourage you to also take part in the word of faith doctrine, in a sense, that teaches the whole counsel of God, not just bits and pieces or highlighting certain parts of the Bible or even misinterpreting parts of the Bible. We have to receive the full counsel of God in order to become fully well-rounded, established sons and daughters of God as we mature in our most holy faith. I also encourage you to maybe have a schedule where you Set aside time to listen to these ministers, whether it's on a one-on-one basis with just you focusing or even your family saying, okay, minister so-and-so is coming on, pastor so-and-so is coming on, let's stop and let's listen and let's hear what God has to say for us. Of course, at the top of your list should be your local church, your local pastor and pastoral leadership, because that's where God has set you and placed you. And that's where he's called you to be in this season of your life. He's called you to submit and learn and also to give, to speak out so that others can hear the word of the Lord through you as you are led to do, as you are called to do, as you're allowed to do within your local body. But along with that, to find other ministers, research, ask your pastors, ask other leadership in your church who they listen to and who you would benefit from. And what I mean by supernatural and spiritual is what we cannot see with our natural physical eyes. But because of how the Bible explains to us the kingdom of God, we know that there is another dimension of this world, in a sense, of our world. And actually, it's more relevant and more real than our natural world that we cannot see with our natural eye. But it is very, very relevant and very real. And that is the supernatural realm. That is the realm of the spirit. That is a realm that God exists in and operates from. And so we have to hear with our supernatural and our spiritual ear to what God is saying. And that goes into play about where we talk about doctrinal and theological concepts where not only do we have what's called the logos word, which is the written word of God, which is the Bible that you have. But it is the supernatural rhema word, which is revelation, divine knowledge of God's word by the Holy Spirit. So that means that's your Bible, not just as a book per se, but as a living, breathing document, as a living, breathing book. I mean, beyond what we see sometimes on commercials or movies where a child opens a book and it comes alive and, you know, these hologram type cartoon pictures start coming out of their book and there's rainbows and stars and all kinds of things where the book in a sense becomes alive. Well, the Bible is a book that is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword and it is what gives us the faith, the knowledge, the strength, the ability, the hopes, the promises to stand on every day in the situations that arise in life. And it is what causes us to be victorious because It is God's word. It's his very word 
living will. It's a will for us that we should willfully desire to read and study and learn and live. So number one, hear the word of God in preaching formats. Hear the word of God in a sense, even through your eyes, through reading the Bible, reading biblical articles online, reading, you know, Bible studies and books on all things pertaining to God and his kingdom. And then secondly, to hear the word of the Lord by your spiritual ear through the spiritual realm, according to the Holy Spirit, through the rhema word of God. Amen. And, you know, as we do that, as as we build up our faith, we know that we're pleasing God, that we are conforming our mind to his will and his ways. And so the Bible also shares that in Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it's impossible to please God for whoever draws near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So as we're building up our faith by hearing and hearing, then we know that we are pleasing our father, God, that we are pleasing Jesus because we are taking Jesus at his word. We're taking God's promises at his word. He can swear above no other and by no other because he is the ultimate majestic God. Now, the beginning of that scripture that we opened up with in Romans 10 also talks about how faith comes. And so faith in God's word, faith in his promises, faith that we can overcome and work through situations in our life comes by God's word, comes by the Bible, comes by reading it, knowing it, living it, breathing it every day, 24 seven, in a sense, being saturated in God's presence is how faith comes. And you may say, well, Joy, I cannot be in God's presence all day or I have responsibilities Absolutely. We all do. But the concept is what I'm talking about. You know, as you're driving to work, praying in the spirit, praying for your day, praying for your family, praying for loved ones, ministering unto the Lord in praise and in worship, ministering to people as led of the Holy Spirit during your lunch break. Throughout the day, you can be in God's presence. So we're constantly building up our faith along with sharing about God's word with others so that they can also listen and hear and and soak in God's word and grow in their faith. We have to remember too, for their sake and for ours to keep ourselves sanctified before the Lord, to be careful what we hear. You know that kid song that talks about that. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. And it goes on and on. It talks about the tongue, the hands, you know, be careful feet where you go, heart, whom you trust, mind, what you think along those lines. Be careful what you listen to in the media. Be careful even of the ministers that you hear. Make sure they're Bible believing that they bear witness with your spirit. and You have peace about the message they are ministering unto you. that You're receiving into your spirit and even talk, like I said, to your pastors or leadership at your church to be sure that they are godly counsel that you are gleaning from. And as we are careful and as we teach others and encourage them to be cautious too, when we have the green light from the Holy Spirit, we can just be flooded with God's goodness as we hear his word, as we're lifted up, as we're encouraged, as prophetic words even come forth unto us of things that nobody knows about, but only the Holy Spirit. And he ministers to us and heals our broken heart and and binds up our wounds. Then we know that we have heard and that word that we're hearing is our deliverance, is our strength, and is our courage to continue on in the faith. 
on the flip side, I wanted to share something too. We know that Jesus also hears us. The Bible teaches us that God the Father hears us. And even the angels hear and hearken unto what we say through our prayers, what we confess, what we believe, what we proclaim and declare. And they move on God's word, on our faith. But I also wanted to touch on this, that the Lord hears and he hears the faithful cry of sons and daughters. He even hears the cry from sinners asking the Lord to come and help. He has mercy. He has grace. He comes and meets the need. And even for those that are crying out for salvation, he offers that free gift unto them. He hears the cry for strength, for wholeness, for boldness, for wisdom. Even Jesus said as he was praying in John eleven forty one and 42, he raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. We, like Jesus, can say, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. I don't know about you, but I've felt before being honest here, that sometimes God has not heard a prayer because maybe the pain is real. Maybe the frustration is real. You're being led to hear other voices of ungodly counsel, co-workers, family that's not born again. Whatever is going on, these outside stimuli and circumstances, they're screaming at you to hear them. But that's where we have to shut off that ear in the natural, shut off that supernatural ear and say, no, devil, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because your words are contrary to God's words. Your words are lies and God's word is true. First Peter chapter three, verse 12 says, for the eyes of the Lord are towards the righteous and his ears attend to their prayer. So be encouraged today, brothers and sisters, that God is hearing you. He's attending to your every prayer and he has not left you. He is faithful in his promise. He will never leave us and he will never forsake us. Psalm chapter 94 verse 9 says, He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? Those are two gateways out of the others that I sang about in a way in the children's song. Those are two gateways that hearing and hearing comes in. Yes, he's going to hear is his ear so dull that it cannot hear there's nothing wrong with God's ears there's nothing wrong with his eyes his power his might he's all seeing and all knowing and all hearing so then when we cry out to him when a a person not born again cries out to him he comes in and meets the need he is a loving father so today I just wanted to encourage you Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 4 like it says hear the word of the Lord You have been faithfully listening to these podcasts and hearing what my voice has to say. The first hearing you've been hearing with your natural ear, but you've also been hearing by the spirit of God through me, through the supernatural realm, the word of the Lord. So like Matthew 13, 16 and 17 says, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Matthew 11, 15, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let's just pray right now. Father, we thank you for this word of the Lord that went forth today. We thank you for your word in Romans 10, 17 that says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Lord, throughout the rest of this day, throughout our week, the month, the year, 
We yield our natural ears unto you. We yield our spiritual ears unto you. And we say, Lord, speak to us. Minister to our hearts exactly what we have need of. Exactly what we need to hear and be encouraged in. Exactly the faith and the hope we need for our situation. We thank you, Father. We listen and we receive and we obey. We thank you that our faith is strong in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew, that was a good word. I pray that you receive it and not only listen, but also share so that others may hear. Well, I'm praying for you. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you.